A guy on the phone today asked me, was my halo being upheld by my devil's horns? And for a moment, I was starstruck because here was someone that got me. And then it got awkward because his wife was sitting next to him in the car. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Doom Patrol, a show that every week now has an anthem. This is season two, episode three, Pain Patrol. This one was directed by Tom Farrell. He uses my notes, or is it Fanny? It's one or the other. I'm going to go with Tom Farrell and Tamara Beecher Wilkinson, directed by Samara, Samira, Jesus Christ. I'm already butchering people's names. Radsey. The rating for this episode, I gave it a 7.2. Maybe I was being generous last night when I watched it, but it wasn't the worst thing by Shy's reaction because they send me texts or they send me, uh, what do you want to call those? Instant messages in which they state, I don't know about this episode or finishing the rest of the season. <laughs> this week it was shy last week it was mimi and she said it in her feedback quite transparently (laughs) but she says it ends with a bang and i at least am seeing a possibility of that happening with this episode it started off not quite as impressive as it ended for me because i wrote in my notes what is this hellraiser looking knockoff villain that a child in london just casually watches murder uh watches him murder a woman and just mentions nothing about being assaulted in the alley by smoke and i don't got no time for this shit that's what i actually wrote down so it wasn't starting on a great note i was tired as well finally the week of overtime is over i am exhausted and i will never do that again i say that now but i probably will put at least four more hours in next week (laughs) but i'm gonna split them bitches up all the way during the week just one hour earlier before work starts and it's not so bad because i'm already awake anyways i just don't want to get out of the bed dorothy makes her daddy some what is she made him? <laughs> oh, French toast. I don't eat that. That's why I'm sure so many people just lost their shit right now. What the fuck? But I'm just not a fan of soggy bread. I just, nope. Mm-mm, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But she is so very proud of herself and he is so ecstatic that she learned something all by herself. And Rita, take a goddamn win when you can get one instead of throwing yourself that consistent pity potty party <laughs> pity potty <laughs> anyhow cliff comes in to ruin it with his entire personality 
by saying my fingers are moving slow so i demand that you fix me that's not how you ask to be fixed so yes i am very happy that he said everybody get the fuck out and if you can just at least while you're staying in my house rent free you know try to pretend in front of my daughter i don't give a fuck what you do when we're alone in the room but you didn't have to come in here and ruin the whole situation because i was having a good moment with my daughter and oh you didn't have that time with your daughter yeah but you was fucking the nanny and you wasn't spending a whole bunch of time with her anyway when you had the actual chance all you got is memories of you opening your eyeballs and seeing her there and thinking oh how cute that's not parenting that is not parenting watching her work up the steps is not the hard part so cliff you can kiss my ass kiss my entire ass and the fact that you then came back to life well he didn't know that she was alive then that is where niles calder did fuck up and deserves all the hatred but like i said at this point i'm just so done with him i can't i i i know why why niles is being hated he should be hated i'm not mad at him being hated i'm mad at the fact that cliff is a one-dimensional piece of shit so then here comes jane who doesn't even know what the fuck is going on who's also eating in someone's kitchen rent free when she couldn't even feed herself so these people are here fixing her breakfast and shit and she and he leave like some rebellious angry teenagers they did this whole spin on jack the ripper and like i said when i first saw him i wasn't quite impressed and when i saw him more and more i think the fact that he was so disgustingly and committed to being someone who sexually gets off on pain that i could not help but appreciate what i was seeing and the demonic little teeth like the whole mystique of it it began to work in the end particularly when he was not in that horrible setting in that back alley because that set piece was absolute and utter trash like there is no debate about it the first time we saw it last episode or maybe it's a few episodes ago it was trash it continues to be trash all the flashbacks don't look great whatsoever the the cinematography is just grainy and not pleasant to look at whatsoever um yeah so red jack aka jack the ripper has kidnapped larry because butterflies and murder make sense niles has to answer the call but tells her very little information other than if we get separated i need you to go find larry and she wants to help but she also doesn't want to help because she's useless and i'm like rita grow a pair of lady balls i know one man who's a hero and fucks up all the time my name is barry allen i am the fastest man alive i miss the flash so fucking much so damn much i don't think y'all even comprehend how much i miss seeing that dorky barry allen and my beautiful iris west allen and that horrible acting no i don't miss that whatsoever that daniel panabaker puts on the screen all the time but everything else is just wonderful and i miss it even criticizing the shit that don't make sense every week it's just i don't have that in my soul right now and i feel hurt and lost and at least january is around the corner and the expanse coming out next week will probably make me forget the flash even exists so 
we then have blah 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 cliff makes niles his scapegoat blah 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 now says bitch you was a shitty person before you even met me and he's like yeah well you fucking killed my wife and he's like i already said i was sorry for that shit and ain't nothing i can do to fix it now all i could do was save your ass so at least you could be a father to your child but i decided not to tell you because you weren't ready because you got anger problems and you're a shitty person and you didn't just change rapidly overnight or in the last two decades you just stared out the window playing the ultimate woe is me story and that's about it so he and jane take off so that he thinks a i don't know a giraffe is gonna fix the whole fucking situation the whole entire time he's on screen why won't you die i am barely checking on this character and i get that he is supposed to be and he's supposed to grow but stuff he's not and neither is jane and that is why i don't give rita such a hard time i know that mimi doesn't like her i think that as i stated previously she grew on me in a way that i did not expect her to grow on me and it's not that she isn't annoying at times or does that deep thing with her voice (laughs) where i'm like what the hell are you doing are you just purposely doing that or is that actually how you speak and then if it's actually how you speak then i just feel awful as a person but it is weird however i feel as if she's trying she is making an effort she is like look i was not a perfect person i pimped out girls so i'm not about to sit here and judge absolute shit and then we never really even got an explanation on how niles caused her shit whatsoever so there is also that but she does show in this episode that she too is not just like oh i forgive you she's more like i still live here this is my home i'm not going anywhere so what's the point in walking around angry all the time i'm going to focus on what i want to do with my future not about what my past is but it's not to say that all is forgiven and hunky-dory that that's a mature way to handle the fucking situation and that's why she's the only one i really can deal with that is living at doom manor and then why the fuck if homie little girl is fucking dorothy so damn powerful whatever she can call the person i can't say it i wish they would hurry up and address it because it's fucking three whole episodes already it's only nine in the season so it's not like we we gotta drag this shit out but yeah why oh why would you leave her alone you don't call a babysitter you don't call shit you're just like i'm gonna leave you alone in this house all by yourself yes i know she has magical friends that protect her and shit and she's been on her own for a long ass time in the world however you know that times are perilous apparently everybody also know your business in the universe because red jack is like oh i heard that you need eternal life bitch i got you but you about to be my apprentice and he's like oh i'm not an evil person i don't get off on people's pain even though everyone around me is hurting and i'm the cause of them being in such deep depression but we're not the same because i did it for my daughter i did it for my daughter you just get off on it your dick is hard thinking about what you doing to other people like that one dude was just playing his heart out and he straight up 
just and then he was taking the dude's eyes out that's when i was like oh shit this dude is um not fucking clean <laughs> not playing at all not playing he uh is very brutal he says niles you can be my apprentice to master harvesting the suffering of others and it turns out he's that unfazed little boy what was this 1960 like what whatever i don't even care who should have been horrified but he because he was not horrified it made an impression on jack rip all hundred and however years niles is now now <laughs> niles now <laughs> say that three times and he's like bro you are a soulless parasite and you just came taking that dude's eyeballs out of his head and that's not me and he's like fine and i feel like now you should have went in there with a fucking plan except for i'm gonna wait for my opportunity like the whole way they got out there's no like right when i was given the whole thing some type of even though niles was sitting there looking like he was i mean i would think if you're gonna be my apprentice the first thing he should have dangled is i can give you back the ability to walk because you in that damn wheelchair you look pretty pathetic and look like you need to go in a home but that's just my feelings (laughs) he does not have any type of menace to him whatsoever and i think that is very lacking they're giving him the dopey dad and i would prefer to put a little bit i mean his hair's all fucking messy he was like crying in his soup later on he just looks sorry and sad and like his his best days are gone and now he's got to raise this fucking child that he is way too fucking old to catch up with but he still needs to leave a fucking babysitter anything i know he wasn't thinking that danny the brick was babysitter because he was babysitting in the past that's just stupid that don't make no sense but the fact that danny was playing hide and seek don't it do it for me now watch me whip now watch me nay nay okay now watch me whip whip watch me nay nay why me do it now watch me whip you know that meme where snoop dogg holds up the little car and it's like that's the cutest shit i ever seen when i saw dorothy find them behind the little lamp that was the cutest shit i ever seen but I felt like I skipped a whole bunch before we got to Dorothy playing hide and seek with her imaginary friends, but I wanted to touch on that while I was thinking about the fact that Niles is a shitty father and not equipped to <laughs> the task that he has been. Where the hell is her mama? Like, what did she do? It felt like she ain't looked for her child anywhere and that don't make no damn sense. I mean, <laughs> unless the Bureau got her which how could they and he not know i don't understand why she left her daughter to the wild and doesn't seem to have any quick uh or or i should say quick need to locate her so let's get back to some other shit that's going on we have vic getting laid i just had this the first time his dick got wet since the accident so you know my boy is sprung he's like let me buy you coffee let me buy you dinner let me make sure this shit keeps happening on a regular basis 
and we find out she is also burned on a great deal of her upper body so they both have insecurities about their actual physical appeal but i'm like girl you is all types of chocolate beautiful but it also turns out she got a criminal record (laughs) and that seems to bust a little bubble because we all know that victor is an absolute nutter square and he can't bring that shit home can you imagine daddy's reaction can you imagine so we have larry being strung up by his skin and i needed bruh to be screaming a lot more because that shit looked like it hurt and his bandages begun to unravel right in front of some people who look like i mean this is the worst cgi ever so i really couldn't tell if they were people or actual caterpillars that were overly engorged i just and then i realized oh they have their mouths um sewn shut and then because i still didn't i I didn't quite i couldn't every time the camera would turn it was just like i'm uncomfortable because i don't quite understand what this is supposed to be but yeah were they in sacks were they not in sacks i i can't figure it out but his radiation is downright lethal and this is the time in the show in the second season that they decided let's give you the backstory on how larry and rita became bffs so 1966 larry is in a very uncomfortable looking suit when he shows up to doom manor and it appears that niles is still in the wheelchair how did he get in the wheelchair i guess they didn't explain that oh by the way i think shy you were asking the other doom patrol that pilot you saw in titans that's in a different canon universe so yeah thanks for fucking up the better version that i kind of like i will say i think i like the other character better than timothy or not timothy what is his name fuck the guy we got right now i it's not that i don't like the actor because i do like the actor a lot uh, I'm just blanking on his name, but I do think I like the other guy better in the role. He felt more of a complicated character that now is supposed to be than, as I stated, this version. He feels very much like a sap, and for what he's done, he doesn't need to look like a sap. Like the crying at the end would have worked a lot better if this was someone who was stone faced and someone who felt as if they were on that darker side that we've been told niles is and on for a greater cause but as he said that one line you know do not test me when it comes to what i will do for my daughter don't put me back against a corner or something to that effect that's a very badass line it's just not coming from someone that that exudes that type of turn to villainous side like all these characters are supposed to be on the kind of uh gray area and that is not what we see it just comes off as pathetic when he's crying like oh okay like everybody hates me win 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 versus i've done what i've done but oh my god the mess it's made and having this one moment of break it feels like he's been crying since he got uh freaking taken by mr nobody just constantly looking like red rimmed and i don't know maybe it's just this episode that brought all this back out but i couldn't take it in the emotional context it was supposed to be so then we also have him making a radiation proof room in the 
and the past and the bandages contain or will contain the radiation she just says we must trust in niles and apparently the madman always breaks or why do madman i should say always break their toys and then want to nurture them back to health rita is shocked by his appearance when he starts taking the bandages off but tells him that this is his home he should feel comfortable you do see a very softer welcoming side to to rita she's you know as someone who's been living here by herself she's also she like she wants company and she is you know not excited but she's eager to make him feel at ease in the way that niles was able to do that for her she's very eager to offer that to someone else with jane she is unconscious and sent to intervention by the people that are tired of being drugged by her and she is called out by the fact that she is supposed to be protecting Kay. that's the responsibility for the person that goes up the people in the house to them are annoying and they are not family but jane says as annoying as they are they care about me and they are family and she knows that she still cares about her though at many are skeptical at a skeptical at a second portrayal i will say man baby doll's speech i wasn't too caring too much about but it was sad when she was like i like to play and you just make me sleepy all the time like that was kind of fucked up but then driller fucking bill really hit me hard with the feelings in hers i was like damn driller bill <laughs> she came at her with all the feelings they really were like this is a fucking intervention cliff is an absolute asshole uh larry's radiation starts to kill folks all we can see is it's something that li- all i can see was red that that appeared in the cocoons i <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with that scene where i just could not i could not get my mind around what was supposed to be happening it turns out and back in the day larry was quite the fan of rita far no wonder he's her bitch and admits that he always saw the the pain behind the uh the facade that she held in and it made him feel less alone in the world and it was another really sweet friendship moment between them because she gets all emotional and then her face starts to melt and she's like this is my condition and he tells her the same thing that man we both got fucked up things going on but we could be there for each other or she says something to that effect like i said she really stepped up in this episode about caring and doing something about the people she cares about cliff he just wants to fucking bully everyone that he cares about all the time and jane is given an ultimatum i can't believe he showed up at this girl's house saw that she was pregnant gives her some fucking nonsensical story and then like oh i'm a grand i'm gonna be a granddad yeah i'm your fucking dad i'm your fucking dad cursing all up and down don't even care that she might not like the fact that you're using that type of language like you be you but maybe i don't talk that way he just came off as abrasive and asshole and just exactly why i hate him and then 
jane says or jane has to go away from the house or she is going to lose her place as primary because they don't like that she has these friends and that they might betray her once again or that she would put them even in the same category as the people that are in her head <laughs> then we go back to purgatory oh my god just a lot of torture a lot of things springing out of people's backs that look absolutely hellishly it made me think of vikings and the blood eagle <laughs> i will not go any further because no one needs that on their on their mind the way it's imprinted in mine but the scene then fell absolutely apart when rita and larry did a whole lot of yelling back and forth <laughs> to each other to save the other and i just i was just like why is there so much yelling in my headset just so much cliff only ever complains i literally hate this character jane tells him he is just being horrible right now and you can't blame the chief about it because look at the fact that your child is literally crying over there the police are just sitting outside like we really can't like what y'all could not force him to go away why why are y'all just standing there that didn't make no damn sense and then dorothy when they get back home tells her dad she messed up because she broke danny i forgot she broke danny in half and he's like join the club girl apologies ain't gonna work nothing's gonna fix this shit then he cries and then talks about how he's gonna make a robot man too that would be appreciative though because the whole design of cliff is mechanically an eyesore and i'm wondering what what, what is this bickering between chief and and I, I i don't know i don't know but i do know that he could use with a new makeover because that would be very nice he also could take his voice down about 50 notches and try to speak like a normal human being using sentences i don't even mind the cursing y'all know i got the mouth of a sailor and sometimes he'd be funny when he's cursing but it's just it's so haphazard and just uh, it reminds me i need to stop saying making the comparison but it is what was off-putting to me about the boys and that's just what i get on this particular character and that show is very popular so with people are into this this is a great character for you it's just not for me then at the end of the episode jane is in prison and that is how we end it and i don't think i have much more to say so let's get into the feedback once again i do not know who went first last time usually i'm really good at mentally keeping track of that but the the compartment has run out of space this week so let's go back to doing it the old-fashioned way let's see uh i actually have to pull it up first someone just blinked me okay Uga uga black booga uga uga out. All right, so it's Shy up first. Oh, hello, Christina. It's me, Shy. 
I struggled and contemplated whether or not I wanted to send feedback, but I figured since you were going to do the podcast, it was only right that I provide some thoughts on this episode. Um, I think it's three, episode three, season two. I don't remember. Um, I watched it yesterday, didn't take any notes was struggling to stay awake struggling to stay engaged with the episode to be perfectly honest and um yeah so i'm going to just give my overall thoughts i personally i mean i i know you and (laughs) you and mimi y'all trashed the last episode and um i didn't have an issue with it i actually liked it so yeah and um i had high hopes i'm like oh maybe we are um going in the right direction with the show i'm gonna start you know it's gonna start hitting the stride and i'm gonna um yeah and things are gonna you know go great or go at least go good going forward um i know mimi she's still (laughs) feeling bad about um introducing us to this and getting us to watch but i mean it's all good i mean you have some you gotta kiss some frogs sometimes to get to a prince so um it was it's not like this show was horrible it's just so i mean it's just so hard to get into i'm just still let me what are we i don't know how many episodes in i forget how many were in the last one 15 episodes and this one's three I'm just not I mean and, and it's and it's so off and on off and on like you know sometimes I'm like oh maybe this is the start of something and then it just doesn't end up having any traction all right for instance you know obviously unlike you guys I didn't think Cliff and Jane were horrible in the last episode but in this one hold on darn it i thought i paused but oh well uh <laughs> excuse me um tried to pause but didn't make it in time um but this one was so horrible for me cliff i just i can't i'm i'm i'm, I'm officially done i gave him i i gave him the benefit of the doubt last episode you know because you know me I, i'm not a fan but he wasn't horrible. I guess that's the um, that's the bar that's set when you know he's not horrible, which is not pretty high. But this one did not make any damn sense. You know his whole the whole thing he was doing with his daughter made no sense to me. I mean, how do you go from the last time you know when you went down there, you didn't even want to talk to her, you left her the um the was it the watch? left her whatever it was a jewelry thing i think it was a watch um after you know t- attacking the alligator getting it back from the alligator so you did all that you didn't want to um disrupt her life too much and so you just went on your merry little way without talking to her and then you go from that to rushing down there to florida and just you know in your face demanding stuff and getting pissed off that she's not forgiving you already i mean this thing didn't make any damn sense his whole that that whole thing i'm like sitting here going what are you doing like what 
and then not only that i mean he's being so disrespectful to her and not you know not respecting her feelings and just you know just, it, it was just i did not like it at all i did not like that storyline at all and then we got jane i'm like i'm just i just feel like they're dragging this just, just can we get to it already can we get to the the point of the k story like what is going on you know what where's k what 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 did y'all do with k i mean i get they're protecting k and i also agree with i think it was you that said it christina about um needing to see more personalities she's got like 90 plus of them and we've only seen the same 10 uh, <clears throat> excuse me so um i'm just i'm over i'm over the jane story this the, i was not interested whatsoever in this whole intervention and now supposedly now she's locked up and some other personalities coming out i i don't even care i i mean i'm not gonna lie i don't care i'm done with all these personnel i'm just done with it all i don't care anymore um then we got rita and larry's story i'm so frustrated with larry um of course he gets you know kidnapped by the and then the villain of this one i'm like i could care less i didn't even i was not engaged with him i i did not it just I, I didn't he was boring to me i i i didn't have any i don't have anything good to say this this whole thing was just this episode was boring and you know again i've said this before and i'll say it again whenever i'm looking at how much time is left in the episode or i'm falling asleep or i'm like you know my eyes are glazing over um that's a bad sign because that's what i did with the finale from live that's why i missed so much stuff that happened because you know when y'all were talking about it and i I'm, who knows maybe i missed something in this episode so i'll find out when you're doing your recap but I, i'm i'm struggling i mean i'm back to being on the struggle bus like i said you know that you know i felt like last week i mean maybe because of the music i don't know i i don't know it, it just or i was just in that mood where i'm easily entertained last week whereas now i'm back to being my normal self <laughs> so i don't know what it is because you know this this one just didn't do it for me personally um maybe for you guys um maybe we're like doing opposites now you know where you guys enjoy something and i don't and then i enjoy something you guys don't i don't know but um i just don't have much to say i i mean it, just a lot of gore and grossness and then we got Vic and Ronnie. Um, that one was just so like, what was the point of it? I, I'm, I'm just, I, I, I don't know. Uh, again, you know, they sleep together, and then she's like, oh yeah, we can't, you know, you need to go, and you know, she's all standoffish, and you know, says she'll meet him at the diner, but doesn't meet him, and. I, I don't know i mean and i and i get having walls up and you know all that good stuff but i mean she was all you know friendly and she even made the first move and you know but i don't know again that's her 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 psychological issues that she has to deal with i'm sure but um yeah um and then the whole dorothy thing I mean, I do think Dorothy is cute, but I'm just like, 
I don't I, I, I I'm just not this show is not grabbing me like it should at this point um still frustrated with Larry and not um I heard what Mimi said about um supposedly something else going down with his other son Paul but it just frustrates me that he just continues to do the same thing over and over it's like aren't you learning your lesson Larry stop running away from your problems confront your problems this is your only child that you have left instead of trying to um you know else you know to to you know try not to have any more lost time I should say I guess that's the best way to put it after you know losing out on any possibility of reconnecting with um, Gary you still got your other son and yet you just walk away don't even bother you know saying anything and I'm just I don't know anyway that's all I got I, I mean I, I just feel like I'm just you know negative Nancy this whole feedback but I want excuse me I warned you that was a hiccup I warned you already so but I felt like I needed to at least throw something out there so you can I don't know <laughs> who knows all right until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that is shy with her opinion on the episode so a few things um this show was never gonna grab anybody (laughs) like i'll be honest about the entertainment i'm watching like this is kind of what interesting thing could they possibly do but also skeptical that they will do it well like you know when you go in at least i do at this point that it's hit or miss i have no expectations every time i i turn the episode on i i don't expect i'm going to love this show at any point in time i think it's missed the mark for that it's been missed the mark i was waiting for all those great points parts that happened that Mimi promised me and I know I keep shitting on her and giving her a hard time for it but no I chose to do the show and trust me if I wanted to piece the motherfucker out y'all know I will (laughs) you know I will so I'm not just keeping continuing to watch because uh, Mimi recommended the show I'm genuinely interested to see where it goes I think there is a a few interesting components that I want to see play out no matter what kind of mess burns around it there is a a certain appeal for dragging certain things but it's it's losing that window particularly with some of the characters that continue to recycle material and i think that's what the whole issue is with the show i mean i pointed out all the time the flash is not a perfect show it has flaws but what i can guarantee every week i'm gonna tune into is characters that i like and i am interested in seeing what happens to them this show has a character problem it one waited entirely too late to develop them two it has not really developed them at all and three they're all still stuck in this state of of dislike you don't really like them you're not rooting for them you're you 
kind of just watching them go through their days and motions and at moments you might have empathy for their situation but for the most part you're just like eh. you know larry i was liking him most of season one until i was like damn he had two whole kids and he never like that john thing was beautiful as fuck but i kind of I, I i can't not point out or as it's been pointed out to say the fact that his two children would have been more important in 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 context so while i love how they did the john story (laughs) in the romance aspect of it they really shouldn't have thought to give him two whole children (laughs) that that was just quite frankly a flaw in the whole backstory of his character because it really doesn't need you already have two two characters with children that are fathers you really don't need a third one especially when he never talked about it and that they don't use it as an opportunity for these three men to relate whatsoever whatsoever so why then give it to him as a backstory component he could have just been married or the one son could have already died they didn't even need to bring them back into the story like that would have made more sense to me and that's kind of how i thought was what happened was that his children had died i didn't think that they were actually going to come back and be a part of the storyline uh yeah that that was just a fuck up because as clearly clearly shown there was no real plan this whole thing was sloppily put together and it just luckily found its niche or the people are so like the fanboys are really thirsty for their dc content so they kind of made it easy to be pleased or it's easy to please them i should say but yeah when i compare this to titans i'm like oh my god titans was a home run and god knows that was equally flawed show (laughs) and did starfire dirty as shit at the end i mean they gave her her moments but she definitely was pushed aside for the white folks that's what happened i said it but uh i digress as far as the vic situation i think you might have missed that part she was outside the car she wanted to go in but she also knew by the way he argued so very passionately about a purse being stolen by a teenager that he is not one to deal with one being uh dishonorably discharged from the military for voluntary manslaughter so yeah that's what she sent him that's why he was looking through her files like she allowed him to see that she had a criminal record and then he walked off all angry so clearly they couldn't take their relationship to the next level because she didn't want to get her feelings hurt so that was what that whole situation was about she initiated it because she thought oh he just want to get in my panties and he cute and he this young boy but then when they jumped out of bed he was like no i want to buy you breakfast i want to take you to dinner i want to romance you i'm in love so that's what happened with that situation which is fine i thought that was a good turn for the character i think this is gonna be a good character for him to get him onto that gray area because he know he'd be walking in a straight line in a straight line like he ain't a black man and um yeah so i i didn't mind that storyline i just wasn't thoroughly i think ronnie's a interesting character 
but I don't feel anything at all between the two of them <laughs> I don't like I kind of want her him tossed to the side and I just want to get her story and it's not that I don't dis or that I do dislike Vic they just feel mismatched <laughs> very much so <laughs> like she feels like someone who's been through way more but maybe that will be the spark that puts a little uh put a bass in his voice because he straight did get feelings real quick caught all of them and then um let's talk about the biggest plot hole in this episode that i forgot to mention in my own breakdown where the fuck was negative man <laughs> like why did Rita need to come in there stretchy stretch her arms to get his ass down why couldn't the being that lived what he was sleeping he was chilling out like come on now that is such a constructed plot hole that they should be ashamed of themselves they're like we are not even gonna mention it we're not gonna make any type of anything about this situation they could at least had him showing negative man in a jar like the normalcy bureau had done nope nope this is a supernatural being that jack ripper jack red whatever his name is they didn't even need to do the whole play on jack the ripper that's just stupid because he only healed those amount of people and then he disappeared that they just need to somehow tie things in the lore and sometimes you just don't why don't you make it up yourself there's many books out there use your fucking imagination your writers for christ's sake now that i've gotten that all out the rest of you you said is it's valid I, i don't i mean i just didn't have as much as a problem with this episode as i had with last week's episode i think that's just like you said whatever you're feeling when you sit down and you watch a show <laughs> so last but certainly that's at least let's hear from queen mimi what up stina it's mimi i'm sending in feedback for doom patrol um i believe this is season two episode three if i'm not mistaken hell i don't know um i watched it uh yesterday um i'm just now sending in feedback um i know you had a rough go at it this week even though it's only wednesday um i'm not sure when you're actually going to be recording for this but i wanted to get my feedback in before i forgot because i have to work today and tomorrow um, so, um, I'm just going to go character by character because that's really the only way I'm going to remember, um, since I didn't write notes. So, uh, first, I guess I can talk about Vic because his storyline was probably the more interesting one in my personal opinion, but it's honestly been that way. Um, I thought it was going to be Larry, but that turned out to be a bust. So, um, I did, like I said, I, her name's Ronnie the girl he's um into and i really like her however i'm starting to i don't know i don't know if it's that i don't trust her but i don't think her storyline is going to be what i want it to be i'm not saying i want uh ronnie and vic to be a thing even though i'm totally okay with that i was kind of hoping she was one of those military experiments and we can get her in the doom patrol and then put a little spice in there because right now they're all trash um and i feel like you know there's a reason that they introduced her with a military background um 
maybe she used to work for the same plate the same company miles miles niles did i'm not sure that's just a theory that i'm just throwing to the wall and it's letting it fall because this show is so fucking stupid and unpredictable who knows um i don't know what it meant to, to see that she didn't she was just staring at vic through the diner window and then he left i she clearly stood him up but i couldn't tell if he saw her or not i don't think he did i think he just um got fed up but it wouldn't be out of the realm for him to actually see considering he is a cyborg um and he could see through the wall and he saw her heat signature in the car and he saw her just staring at him so that i mean he just stormed out of there very angrily so i thought maybe he did see her um I'm glad Vic got some. He's been cyborg for what, six years? So that's a pretty long drought. And it ain't right for nobody to go that long without it. I should say, grown ass person to go that long without sex. Especially when they were in the Justice League. And I'm not, I don't know if maybe I misheard you, but Christina, at your last podcast, it sounded like you said something like, you know, he's going to be in the Justice League. If I'm not mistaken, it's already canon that he was in the Justice League in this um, in this reality. Uh, am I wrong on that? I thought when we met him, he was already famous for being in the Justice League. Um, but I thought maybe he didn't want to be with them anymore because, you know, he wanted to be the more famous one. Or maybe he just didn't like, you know, being a superhero altogether. I'm not sure, but... That was season one, and it just seems like a long-ass time ago, even though I'm pretty sure we started this in 2020, but 2020 has been the longest year of my life. It's felt like a decade. Um, who else? Um, I guess we can talk about Rita and Larry, since, and then Niall, since they were all kind of, uh, they were all one storyline. Um, the first thing I want to talk about was that opening scene and we got that whatever that creature was called i don't care enough to even think about their names but i felt like you know i saw the fascination in in young niles too with the murder and i thought this was going to be maybe some type of long drawn out uh plot where we were going to get this villain and then find out some some dark shit about niles and i was highly disgusted and disappointed to find out that it all ended at the by Niles killing this man at the end of the episode because this honestly could have been a very good fucking episode it reminded me of a villain from like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and that show was my shit I was so happy to see something so abnormal and peculiar and the murderous butterfly guy that was gonna be dope as hell and then he stole like Larry to get Niles there that had so much potential and then they ruined it with that raggedy ass death at the end like seriously what was the point of even in like introducing him just to take him away 55 minutes later this is why this show gets on my nerve just when you think you got something going on it's a bus and it just ends up being trash I cannot stand them um I I'm really really having a hard time with this show because they are making it hard in my life hard 
I find myself yawning six or seven times during an episode. And that nice. that is not anything I want to do when I am trying to escape my life because my life is boring or too much, exhausting, whatever the case is. Like, why? why? I don't understand. Um, I do like, however, that Rita saved Larry because it seems as though Larry used to just follow her around and just like her puppy dog and she just was a useless waste of trash (laughs) but it seems like you know her training with Vic has helped her enough to where she wants to help and even though she was going through some radiation it didn't seem to affect her like it affects anyone else it was just making her melt but once she got him off those little hooks um it subsided so I did like that and and honestly the fact that um, Rita cares enough about the little girl um, Dorothy to teach her how to cook that was pretty cute and I, I guess she wasn't awful in this episode but I'm starting to realize that it's it's Rita's voice and the way she talks which I guess would be the actress that bothers me so when she's doing things and not talking I don't mind her that much and it wasn't until this episode that I actually realized why she gets on my damn nerve. I don't know why they have her talk like that. And it's been, she's in 2019 now. I have no idea. But they really need to work on that. Like, you can't just be acting like you're in the freaking 50s your whole life. You're immortal. Get with the times. Seriously. Um, Larry did. Um, I thought the butterfly thing was pretty cool it would have been even cooler if we'd explored it more and we figured out and we understood why this fool turned people into butterflies or did the butterflies come out of them i don't know but we didn't get that because this show sucks um lastly i want to talk about the least exciting thing about this show was uh cliff and uh, jane i guess you know them locking jane up at the end was pretty cool um but she's I just I keep thinking about the the Jane that we met every time Jane in quotes was a bitch and she said something off the wall mean to Rita it was hammerhead so the Rita I mean sorry the Jane that we've seen the one that was down there in the underground the way she was talking to people she did not sound like no damn Jane Jane is supposed to be the nice one. That's the reason why Cliff uh, levitated towards her. Because she was sweet. And she painted. She was quiet. And I, I think he just needed that serenity in his, like, angry-ass mind, you know. So, I just don't, I don't like this, this Jane. And I understand them, uh wanting to you know introduce like a side of her like quieting them maybe they want to well I'm not going to say that because I've seen the the last episode so I know what's going to happen but it's just they could have easily introduced another um character that she has like one of her other personalities that was the the one that wants to escape and you know maybe do drugs like I don't know how they could have done it I'm not a writer but I do know that she has 64 personalities and we've seen maybe like 12 of them 
So there is a lot of things they could have done differently, but it just seems like Jane isn't the same person that we met in the first couple of season, uh, episodes of season one, and that bothers me. Um, lastly, I want to talk about Cliff. I'm using this last, what, 30 seconds to talk about Cliff because I don't know what he thought was going to happen, but if you just walk up to someone and say, and you're a fucking robot with a brain, like you're literally a tin can and I don't know if this world knows about well they know about superheroes so I guess you know supernatural things aren't unheard of but the way he just walked up to her and just rambled out that I'm your dad I was a scientist turned me into this tin can with a brain and he didn't finesse it he didn't like ease her into it he didn't introduce himself he didn't like slowly explain he just bombarded her with this this crazy ass information and then had the audacity to be like oh I'm gonna be a grandfather no motherfucker I don't know you even if he looked like himself you can't just show up 30 years later and expect someone to to want to be in a relationship with you because genetics don't make you a parent the person that raised her just died and then you're gonna say I'm your dad I'm here like I understand what happened to you sucks but you need to act like you got some sense. And you're supposed to be a brain. You should have some kind of knowledge in there. He is so stupid and it's annoying. And then he just sits there in front of her house for hours banging on a damn bus. And it took Jane who, or whoever the fuck that was because it wasn't Jane to to come out and say like you need to stop doing this like you couldn't do this you couldn't figure it out yourself look at what you're doing to her look at your daughter she's terrified and she called the police on you and the only reason they didn't arrest you is because you're a fucking tin can they were like how the fuck are we supposed to do something with him i mean technically he only beating up his own car let's just let that ride out because i don't want to die today and i can't say that i blame the police officers because how do you handle a straight ass metal man nah nah son you don't so that was my recap on this dumbass episode that had potential to be great but then they just suck and um the fact that niles killed that monster really annoyed the shit out of me and if he could die that easily how come ain't nobody else try to kill him i just i just don't get it anyway i'm gonna end it here um so until next time Love, peace, hair grease, the black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out. It feels like me and Mimi are on the same wavelength once again. Like this episode had potential and then they fucked it up. That's very true. I'm like, yeah, he, he looked weird at first, but then I was kind of getting into him and his whole, I just enjoy causing pain. Like I'm a creature that pretty much survives off the suffering of others so it's not it's a fascinating concept right and that he turns people into butterflies and that we have butterflies all over the world and that pain is or births what we see as a beautiful creature that is also an extinct creature i believe because we don't see many butterflies walking around at least i don't see none up in fucking ohio um but yeah, there there was. There would have loved to have seen realizing all those people 
and i didn't even bring it up because i was so disappointed like you at the end of this episode i was like fuck this show because yes that one niles would be hiding that big ass knife somewhere in his wheelchair or that he could be on the actual floor and he has it somewhere on his person where he will be able to what the fuck what and then like you said he's this powerful supernatural being and he can just take him out with this like they didn't even try to make an effort of this is a special knife like at least with um my man's oh why am i blanking on his name right now y'all know who i'm talking about my boo boo uh kipling that he comes up with a fucking explanation when all these are the tears of jesus (laughs) he's got something to say well why this particular object did the thing even though it looks rather insignificant i thought that was one of the best things about that particular episode and yeah in this one they were like we don't have enough budget for all this and we don't have a really good way of wrapping this story up so we're just gonna have it where niles killed like yeah yeah, that would have been another deep layer into the character of niles we don't know him very much other than his tour to fair fear taught it a fair it's taught in a fear with um a neanderthal so there's that and both of my both my boos completely missed the end of the episode with big she said maybe he could see her through the window i hate you so much i just missed it you was like i'm just gonna make up a reason for why this scene happened because i don't get why this scene (laughs) oh guys she sent him her medical records and her things she got a record man she killed folks she had the bodies laid out in front of her and she was on top of the fucking truck with a gun like look at what i fucking did bitches and i'm not regretting it at all so yeah no he had to roll out he's like oh no the woman that caught my heart the fucking criminal i can't allow that to happen i think that she is a little on the on the sneaky side and i do too want her to join the do patrol but i don't want her to be in a relationship with Vic. i don't i don't see the chemistry there but so be it but and then as far as um where this is in his timeline they said this character was going to be much 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 younger then the the justice i will have to google that i will say i'm not a hundred percent correct because it is season one however i remember that episode where niles was jogging with him it's when niles showed up and he had this thing for him and he was telling him about the people in his house now time moves crazy so that could just be a really matter of fact that actually might make sense that he already was part of the justice league but i didn't think he left because he was too good for him i think he just wanted to just stand out on his own be his own superhero in detroit or i could be thinking of it backwards because i know in that particular episode when he was jogging niles was asking oh yeah your father wants you to go do all this so that you can get in the Doom patrol but i thought i thought too we heard in the present when he was talking to his father when he was sitting on that truck outside that one place and he was looking at a whole bunch of types of shit 
his father was like yeah you think if playing games with robbers is going to get you noticed or get you into the justice league or something to that effect so i don't think in this canon he is part of the justice league or has been a part of the justice league i don't even know in this canon if they're going to have him a part like he did stints with a whole bunch cyborg is a one of those versatile characters he belongs more primarily with teen titans he's actually known more for them the yeah, justice league because there's so many awesome people in the justice league that of course people are going to jump on that like oh you was part of the justice league but he also more prominently and spent more time with the teen titans so if there's ever a fucking crossover he's going to be the one that crosses over between the shows because he really they said in do patrol he's supposed to find himself before he makes some way to titans and that must that means he has to to lose that cookie cutter attitude that he has and he has cookie cutter attitude and they've been teasing that since episode one so that's another character that has had a decent good amount of character development and you can tell the characters they care about and the characters that they're just like eh, we're here here you're just here for the audience that showed up for that and that's exactly what the whole thing with the underground like you said there there could have been interesting stuff there i thought the little intervention was poignant because these are people and that's one thing they keep making clear is these are not just random uh people that don't have feelings or personality traits or things that they enjoy or like they all are part of the same mission is to protect this girl k and that's fine i just need to meet more of you and more versatile of you especially since they can be played by different actors it doesn't make sense and the fact they even have fucking um karen being played by the exact same actress that plays uh jane is also i felt they could have just cast a white woman to play that role (laughs) um because every time karen talks about marrying dougie i'm just like this would be so much funnier if it was an actual karen instead of her playing a karen just would be but that's how they decided to let the actress be versatile that's fine i don't care but i felt she did that in the present we don't need to see it in the actual underground like her looking like that is fine like we don't see hammerhead look like hammerhead but when she's in the underground it should be played by a different actress but uh yeah i could do with a little more driller bill (laughs) i don't even know what the fuck driller bill does (laughs) so she can't drill uh yes the show sometimes have bright flares of potential and yes this would have been a good second season villain and a good look into the dark past that is niles and why he may have morally already been on the slippery road to lead him to a state in which he would fuck up and ruin uh four or five more additional lives that he now calls family yeah there was a chance for layers and they just bypassed it so yeah i i I hope in season man there's no word out there about season three i i tell you right now i can't see myself coming back for it it's too much of a chore and plus there's gonna be too many shorts back like if i could see in the summertime where nothing much is going on where i'd be like you know what let's go ahead and watch that season three because i've already put in what well i'll put in almost what fucking 20 something episodes as one season of the flash (laughs) there's gonna be lingering thoughts where i might i just might tap into season three 
I might not do a whole week by week podcast on it, but maybe I would if I'm bored and I don't have much going on. So we'll see, but it's not on my top roster of, oh my God, when that show comes out, I'm totally going to be on it. That's the same feelings I have about, well, I was having about Titan season three and then they dropped that Starfire outfit and I was like, bitch, you pulled me back in. Because that's the one thing that they do have over Marvel is black female (laughs) superheroes. Yeah, Marvel struggles with it. I need you to get on your game. And not with them trash ass X-Men films because they are absolute garbage. Like I I felt so bad for James and Michael because they was putting in the damn work with the acting and everything everything else around it was just not great <laughs> just not great and i wanted to those are my bays okay my bays damn that storm she was looking like storm except she didn't fucking do shit man uh, i don't know what's going so uh, i don't know how you have great things already written out for you and you still seem to fuck them up That that's just someone uh, making horrible mistakes is keep giving these fucking wannabe people that got a name to them that fanboys love and give them money and then they just take these franchises and just just fuck them all up fuck them all the way up we ain't had a fucking good x-men since halle berry and they didn't even let them that go the way it was supposed to go y'all know halle berry was supposed to be with hugh jackman you know that it was supposed to be a storm and wolverine romance Y'all was like, yeah, we, we can't put that shit out there. We can't put that shit out there. Too much money. Too much white people coming to the screen. That's why um, they was all big on Spider-Man and that shit. But then he want to give her the name of Mary Jane. Ah! Did, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> they was like, we ain't going to be that bold. So I'm going to need y'all to strut. For black people so that you can toss that shit in Marvel's face and they can come correct the next time they're in the theaters and want to give somebody their own damn movie. They better find someone in the fucking, um, in the dusk of, there ain't many out there, but there's a few. Better make it happen. I don't know. You could even fucking, um, come up with your own damn character. But you can just color, color change a character. Y'all do it to us all the fucking time. So yes. And let them fucking complain about it. Let them complain. She had red hair. She basically means she was white. You don't care about what she looked like. Every other actress can dye their hair, do this, that, and other thing. You are bothered by their black skin. Their brown skin. Fuck them. (laughs) Cast us in the roles since you won't make roles for us. That sounds very fair. You don't want us to take your roles? Well, then how about you write roles for us? Motherfucker, there are books out there with people who have written roles for us. Why don't we adapt one of them motherfucking books? Just try it. Try it. Put all that blockbuster money behind it too. And don't make it be a fucking true ass story tied to somebody. I can't even watch the whole damn thing with Viola Davis. I'm like, this looks like it's sad and depressing. I can't deal with it. Because, yes, we know. He was a nigga in the South. It was not great. (laughs) Oh, I had to vent about that, apparently. I didn't even know that was in my soul, but it came out. I have no regrets. Let's move on to years and years. 
so i'm gonna have to button this one up if you want to send me back on the next episode you can send that to black couch at gmail.com you can find this podcast on podbean stitcher itunes spotify and wherever else good podcasts can be found my social media will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast and leave a review i haven't had a review in a while or rating i know there's more of you out there than five go do it maybe i'll do a contest for it i'm thinking about something for january but we'll see what the next two weeks do (laughs) maybe do some q a or something and a giveaway we shall see until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic